What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Outside Perspective. I'm your host, Adam Meredith. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If you're new to the show, I'm so happy to have you here. I'm just sitting down with interesting folks, having conversations, trying to gain some perspective. I appreciate you all for joining. If you already know what the deal is, you know, you're a repeat listener. You know I appreciate the fuck out of you guys, and I cannot do this without you. Um, I do have to ask you guys, if you're going to get some value out of the show, if you are enjoying the show, you're thinking of things a little bit differently, you are getting some perspective, if you could do me a solid and just tell a friend, bring us a friend, one friend, I'll be eternally grateful, and I cannot thank you enough. That's how we grow. Just tell one friend. You can also leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe. You can share. All these things, it all helps, and I cannot thank you enough. Real quick, big thank you to the show sponsor, Strange Donuts. If you're in St. Louis, you have to check out Strange Donuts. They just dropped their February menu. It is fire. They got four locations. They're in Creevecore, they're in Maplewood, they're in Kirkwood, they're across the river in Edwardsville, Illinois. Doesn't matter where you go, the donuts are fire. Every week they're usually doing some sort of fun, crazy creation. You got to check them out. Hands down, hands down, hands down the place you got to check out when you come to St. Louis. I absolutely love donuts. You will not be disappointed. Tell them that we sent you. This episode is also brought to you by Imposed Will. Go to imposedwill.com. Check us out. We just dropped our winter line of apparel. We have hoodies and hats. We're also, uh, we have joggers. We're also hosting all of the show apparel and goods. So if you want one of the coffee mugs that you see, if you want a shirt, anything to help support the show, you can go to imposedwill.com. Check us out. You can support you. You can support the show there as well. So go check us out. Imposedwill.com. All right, my guest today. We had Julian Edwards stop by the studio today. He's about to hit the road and move to Atlanta. So I really appreciate him stopping in before he hits the road. We talk a little bit more about that. And before I jump into this, I want to finish a thought that I actually started the show with, but we kind of went off on tangents and the conversation developed we never got back to it i feel very thankful to be in this place i feel like i'm in this magical place where things are being built and i'm developing relationships with a whole bunch of awesome people who are destined and they're on the path they're working towards these awesome great things and i'm getting to know everybody early on and i think that one day we're all going to be in this place of it's like, you know, we're all going to be in this place where we're, you know, 10, 20 that years down the road and we're all doing the things that we're doing. And I just, I just, it just feels like I'm curating this circle of really awesome, magnificent people. So it's really cool. Uh, I'm sitting down with Julian Edwards. He is such an interesting human he's just an all-around entertainer he sings he acts he dances uh he's an e-gamer just a, a super cool interesting person and i really enjoyed having this conversation so without any further rambling from me let's gain some perspective with julian edwards
you're the first person that like that you know what it's like when you're when you're at the the start or the bottom and you're keeping to yourself but you see that one person that genuinely reach outs and notices that impact you have is like yo let's do something yeah and that first conversation with you you got so much out of me that usually i'm usually a person where in my life story i'm like I'm cool with it, but it's like a hassle to get it out of me because I, I see it as a, like draining. But with you, it was just like yeah. it was the it felt like I was just talking to a brother. Like it, it was like the closest shit, and I was just going. Yeah. And dude, one second, I want to cut you off. I uh, you know I remember that vividly, dude. You were just you were like you like you you laid it on so I was like, man, this story. Like you have such an exceptional life, bro, <laughs> and I just I'm just like damn, bro. Like this is uh this is some cool shit. So yeah, that conversation will always stick out to me, bro. Because you know when you meet people, sometimes just the energy's there, mm-hmm. and you just connect. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, man. it was definitely one of those things for me. And and what what my favorite thing is, I every time I, I've watched the podcast many times over, and the one scene I always play over is how it says that, <sighs> just that little gimmicky thing, but it was such a vibe, and um. I was like, yo, if there's one person that gets every immediate update, I will stay silent to whoever the fuck's trying to gig into my, tell my publicist, shut the fuck up. <laughs> the only person that's getting information out of me first is this motherfucker right my here. My man. Dude, here's the thing. You know what I feel for real that, because one of my main inspirations was Joe Rogan starting this podcast, which is ironic, all the shit that's kind of surrounding Bro, him. Right? It's, 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 that's how it is. Dude, it's, it's, we live in such a world where, I was having this conversation with a coworker, and um, we saw it coming, but we didn't think it was coming. Right. Think about you. You heard about that show Euphoria? Yeah, I that seen wild that. shit. That wild show about high school or whatever. So I'm On sick HBO. of the high school shit. Dude, we're living in such a time where I thought that all the bullshit and all the craziness that was going on. Like on campuses was gonna stay there, mm-hmm. but it spilled over into the it's rest. It's being of highlighted. Yeah, it's being like promoted. Yes, everyone's a victim. Everyone, Everyone wants the, the 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 drug addict bad boy type shit. Yeah. And what happens is, I remember growing up in high school. We were using mechanical pencils and like fake papers and like foil teeth grills, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying some of the stuff in those shows doesn't happen, but not to that degree. And it's been exaggerated. And usually, it doesn't last that long. What happens in the show? So, like, you have people getting drugged out, having hookups all everywhere like in adults. a circle. Like, college adult shit. You know, they did that when we were younger, too, though. Do you remember that show, Can't Hardly, or not that show, that movie, Can't Hardly Wait, mm-hmm. right? Who goes to that But high it didn't get that much like- pop. It, it got popularity, but it wasn't like, I think it's also because streaming wasn't big yet. And if you notice, then we had Degrassi, then we had 90210, then we had, and it became more and more of these shows aging. And the things were, instead of, like, there being growth, it's like the situations were getting worse and worse. But for the years of advancements, going backwards on a mm-hmm. life standpoint. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, if you think about it, the more these shows gain popularity, the more our own kids started to look more like adults. Because mm-hmm. look, when we were young, how we, we looked like fucking kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Polos, fucking superhero shirts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No fucking cleave. Nowadays, it's like they are what they see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a whole other issue. That's just the. I mean, they're trying to like make kids adults and hypersexualize young kids and shit. I got tired of. I couldn't. I can't watch it. People like you got to watch. I'm not watching it. Yeah, but the thing with Joe Rogan, man, it's so interesting because it started with the issue of uh, you know his stance with 
with kind of the vaccine, and he had a couple mm-hmm. of doctors on, Dr. Robert, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and Robert Malone. I remember that. And that was the controversy. And then a few days later, it's, oh, well, Joe Rogan's racist. <laughs> There's a compilation of him saying nigger like 15 times over the last 12 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And there was a really shitty joke that he made, though, when he talked about, I walked into the movies and mm-hmm. it was Planet of the Apes. Did you mm-hmm. see that clip? Yeah, I saw that. And that was a shitty joke. And maybe if you heard the whole thing in context, I think he went on to say some very positive things, which would have, and you know, some, and here's but, also the thing. You got to take things in context. One, that was, a, and not really one, but in, in addition to, and maybe even the last extra thing is it that was a really long time ago but also you know it's old because it's it's a zoom or it's it's uh facetime or whatever that is either way he's on the fucking thing with two other comics he's just trying to be funny it was a bad joke right so mm-hmm. you just take it with a grain of salt and mm-hmm. a, again it looks bad he apologized for it you know if you want to be sensitive about it like that 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 one was bad but the yeah. other ones if you listen to his show which everyone who's mad clearly doesn't listen to Joe Rogan. They're just they're just trying to be angry. Mm-hmm. Everything that he said, every time he said nigger, it was always in a way of like analyzing the word or using the example. Never like malicious or calling somebody that or, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I get some people have the hard stance of you should never ever say that word. There's mm-hmm. no reason to ever say that word. Yeah. Or in the, in my stance, I always just You'd look at- You'd be surprised. It's- like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like me and my, me and my cousins and stuff. Like they fuck when we're chilling playing Smash Bros. Yeah. Like where I'm moving to, mm-hmm. they let that shit fly. Right. You know what I mean? Like we don't do it outside in the public because of the sensitivity right. standing. But are they white? Um, no. Like, it, well, I think from the standpoint one was, of, oh, one but, was, yeah. but it's also like that comfortability of like we know your intent. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm a very firm believer of where I think comedians are one of the most important. Even though they're an entertainer, one of the most important people on the planet. Reason being, they force you to face things you don't want to talk about. If they can make you laugh about it, it breaks the sensitivity of it, and then you can properly discuss it later on. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you really listen to a lot of comedians, people I used to love were like, Eddie Eddie Griffin was one of the biggest impacts when it comes to social standings and pointing out shit like that. Mm. You know what I mean? If you watch a lot of his shows and look at what was going on in those years when he dropped those specials, and what he was talking about that was hella sensitive. Yeah. Jim Jeffries is another one. Okay. Um, and the thing is, it's crazy to see how of a sensitive time we're in. But it's also funny to see how everybody now has a history major. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm of the belief that uh, there are no bad words. Yeah. Like, like the word is the word and the Words power that have you, that much power. When it. you give it power, that's when it has that. So you can take the power away by not giving a reaction or really feeling so strongly about it. And that's mm-hmm. kind of how I am with the word. I think Joe Rogan was hoping that people would take it in context mm-hmm. because, well, let's just be honest, he's been doing this podcast for like 12 years or however long, and it's just now coming up. Clearly, this is like with the size of his show mm-hmm. and his influence crushing all traditional media, how is this clearly not just a smear campaign? Like, what's going to be next? There's going to be probably a clip of him being homophobic or some clip of him Bro, being it's, transphobic it's or, wild. you know what I'm saying? It's fucking wild. Like, for for example, for me, I've gotten in, I used to hang around people where my white friends would say nigga to me, they want to be phased. It, like, in a few months back, same situation, now all of a sudden they're phased. And it's a thing where, again, I ever since I was probably young, I never understood the point of words, like, being that impactful. Even when I said my first curse words and shit, people were like, 
Do you know I'm like I would I can never understand why it had such this <gasps> to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when people tell me I curse all the time, I'm like, well, I'm me. Yeah. Because when I'm cursing, I don't see it as a bad word. I just see it as adding emphasis to like whatever I'm talking about, so you could better understand it. But yeah. I use that impact that it affects you, so you can understand how what I'm describing affected me. Right. Since you want to have, since you can't understand any other terms, fuck. Well, that's oh, how that's we relate. Yeah, that's how we relate. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always tell my kids there aren't any bad words. They're just not always appropriate at times. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all within context. But on the same note, and this is where things are weird because nothing's ever just black and white. It's never than just this or that. There's always like nuance. Words do have meaning, and they can be powerful in the way that you use them. So you should use them carefully as well. So it's like that double. You know, it's it's. They only have as much meaning as you give them, but shit, man, they can be extremely powerful when used correctly. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is we're giving too much power to the wrong fucking words. I think we're giving, I think honestly, we're just giving too much power to the wrong things. Yeah. Like, it's, this could lead down a whole nother road, but if you think about it, yeah, 2020 fucked us up a lot, but I would say we've been kind of fucked and getting fucked and desensitizing since like 2016, 20, 2018. Okay. You know what I mean? If you think about, look at the digression of like movies that were being released and people were having issues with things, scenes in the movies. Like what got me, I found out like last, you, the new Halloween movie came out. Mm-hmm. It was trash. And. As I expected. We don't need any more Halloweens. God fucking damn, we're done with Mike Myers, right? We're done with Michael Myers. We're done with him. But apparently, I'm there. uh, I think I woke up and I got back from my morning walk. And I'm doing my thing. I'm scrolling through. And it says, uh, box office sales dropping, canceling, da-da-da-da-da, because Michael Myers decided to uh, kills gay couple in scene. I'm like, hold the fuck up. I immediately start cracking the fuck up. And I send this to one of my friends who's gay. And uh, he doesn't want me to, you know what I mean? Because he, he even, it's crazy because I'm a dancer and I'm, and I can say this and you're going to have those people that are going to be in the comments. Like, I'm like, I have majority of that community that fuck with me because they know who I am. And they're the same ones telling me this, that they're sick of it. Yeah. Like the, I sent the article to him. I was like, yo, look at this. And he's like, I'm sick of my fucking type of people, bro. <laughs> that was his genuine fucking reply. He was like, I'm so fucking done. Like, are you fucking serious? You you wanted to be seen in shit like this, but now because you're being... Get the fuck out of here. Right. You know what I mean? There's no perfect it, scenario. There's no perfect scenario. And um, to see that we're now at that level of sensitivity to where, one, it offended someone, cool, that's going to happen. But to see the amount of trend... It got more trending than when the movie was released and it talked about than... When that scene happened and the cancel was coming with it, I didn't even know that was a huge issue. It was. It was fucking like if you're in the it. scary movie, like entertain. It was fucking on every fucking almost e entertainment. Oh, wow. Director under heat. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? And social. I, I have Snap. Snapchat's one of the most active places I use. Okay. And I, I've been doing this thing of with while I'm doing 75 hard. I've been doing a lot of over observing myself of how I operate and do things on a minuscule level, like on a very annoying. So it, so I hate, I hate it so much. I just stopped doing it level. And there's this thing called daily mail, which is a story like sports center that you go on the Snapchat stories and you watch. And it's always the first one. And it always has the most views. And I'd be looking at it. And then one day I'm reading this article and it's about 
Kim Kardashian caught in a photo thought to being tr- being uh, trolled for looking hideous when she cries. And I'm reading it. And then as I'm getting through it, I'm like, am I really fucking reading this right now? Is this what this is a whole the Daily Mail? Like this is a whole news thing. And this is what the priority is. Mm-hmm. This is what the biggest issue. This is the headliner. That's the headliner for the whole story. Yeah. How ugly Kim Kardashian looks when crying, being trolled. Well, it's. You know, the news is there's just a, a huge highlight on the entertainment industry only. Like that's the only news that matters. It's fucking ridiculous, and it, it sucks, and it makes because I'm in the entertainment, but it's annoying to see. Right. Because I'm in the entertainment to help and impact and entertain and inspire the people in those other scenes, so I can do more to help those other scenes. But this is the the, the stuff being highlighted. Like I talk about this stuff whenever I go streaming live. I talk about this stuff. I rarely talk about anything really entertainment-wise. Yeah. Like, I do K-pop reactions, but I barely talk about anything K-pop when I'm live. I'm talking about, did you hear about this shit or this shit? Or maybe I'll come up with some stupid hypothesis of if Charizard will fucking fight Superman. You know what (laughs) I mean? But it's I avoid that stuff because, one, that's here, but there's so much attention already to it. You know what I mean? Like, more people are excited to see the new Marvel movie rather than, Donate one fucking dollar to some to a place in Africa, Ghana, or wherever the world, yeah, where there's actual issues or social issues that they complain they support. For those who love to say Black Lives Matter, I f- I'm for my community, but you're not talking about it because you don't see it because you're more focused on what the fuck Iron Man's coming back or not. So you think it was around 2016 that kind of started that transition to get into this place? Mm-hmm. I think we it, it it was a small digress from. Because I'm looking back, right? One of my favorite cartoons that I used to love was Invaders M. I told you last time I was here. Mm-hmm. And that show, when I got older, I re- read about why it got like taken down. Why? And I, and I, and, and because it was too adult or too mature. And I'm thinking about all the cartoons when I was younger and younger and younger and younger were more mature, 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 mature. Sensitivity was less and less and less and less. Worry was less and less and less. You, you get where I'm going? Like, mm-hmm. even I was bullied, don't get me wrong, but the bullying now was less and less and less. It was more like of a just like, your mom's fat. But now it's like, oh, you did it because you're, everything's on social and your whole fucking thing is all now. You're all sensitive about everything you post, but yeah. you're, you're trying to figure out why you're hurt. Yeah. Because you put it all out there to be hurt. Mm-hmm. And around 2016 is when I noticed, like, these cartoons are fucking sissy. These, car- these animes are sensitive or... And I, this is recently I'm looking back at it because I'm like huge in like Marvel. So I was going back through all the movies and mm. I'm like, wait, that. Why does this look like it, the whole demographic is switched or there's a lot of appropriation or facing towards it? I'm like, and I'm just like, why can't we just be? Yeah, dude, that's a fantastic question. So I would argue that it start is it began way longer. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, it probably started with with when we were little, right? You talked about when we were little. Yeah, I think. Every generation, at least in recent history, has been struggling a little bit less, right, than the previous one. Things are just getting easier and easier. Yeah. So, you know, I I can't remember where I heard it or where maybe I read about it or something, but it was an article or something. It was was referencing, it was talking about Harry Potter and how that series influenced an entire generation Mm -hmm. of... of, um, uh, 
I don't know what word I want to use. Essentially, just like liberal thinking people. Yeah. Right? Including that's us, me. Yeah. Our like, that's our generation. Yeah. Basically, it, it 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 influenced us so that way we would think in such a way that was just different. Because I think essentially. Whenever they they address uh, equality and racism and a whole bunch of other issues in that whole series. So if mm-hmm. you liked Harry Potter, did you or not? Oh, I fucking loved it. I'm fuck- Slytherin. I'm a Slytherin. Oh, are what you? are you talking about? Dude, I fucks with Harry Potter so I'm hard. I'm Slytherin all day up in here. <laughs> I watch it every year. It's oh, like, I watch every year, man. I, uh, it's, I probably, Christ- it's, it's like a Christmas tradition. I think I maybe watch Harry Potter. I get an itch. So I'll watch it every Christmas because that's like tradition. You binge it all. Yeah. But I also get an itch randomly sometime of the year. <laughs> like something I'll see something on the internet or something and i'll watch i'll binge it all yeah i'll just go through it all it's my shit dude so either way my point is you have you have those things like those um those those big movements in culture Mm -hmm. that influence the way kids think and that influence a whole generation so that man if we're talking about with because we're kind of like in this place of we're not like the the kids anymore. Like in life, we're still kind of a kid because I mean, it's wild to think about. But we're kind of in this entering this middle phase of like true adulthood, mm-hmm. right? Like you're in like your late twenties, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like as you're kind of getting your late twenties, and then you start hitting thirty, and then as you like kind of like I'm thirty four, so mm-hmm. it's just kind of this weird place, at least for me, where it's like fuck, dude, like I'm an adult, adult. Like I'm not a kid. I anymore. have that. I've been getting a very keen sense of time, and it's kind of scary. It's almost like. It's also why I'm very not I don't I don't stand for the bullshit that waste time and I also am very like so drive driven. Yeah. Um because recently I've been very attuned to time and it's been very scary cuz I already have like a weird uh overanalyzation disorder thing. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's like a type of OCD where for, say, for example, I focus on this crystal and I think of pink salt. My brain will automatically clock a 13, 14 different possibilities. It just overclocks. Mm-hmm. And I'm not hooked on to any single one, but whatever one I hook on to, you know what I'm saying? So I've been having a very keen sense of time recently, and it's been fucking paranoid the fuck out of me because I've been having a lot of flashbacks of where I do meditation now. And meditation is very good, but this is how it fucking fucks you. When you start getting into meditation, like very well, of very attuned to your whole being and on a frequency to yourself, time is irrelevant to you. To where you, I could feel down to the exact sensation, smell, visualization of a memory that was like when I was six, and it felt like yesterday. Mm-hmm. But the one thing at that moment, I realized you can never feel the lapse of time. Yeah, you can feel the quickening and loss of it, but you can never feel that development growth. Like I can't feel. Damn, that was a long-ass time. It feels like yesterday I experienced that. But I can feel the panic of, fuck, five minutes flew by just now. Right. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fucking paranoid the fuck out of me. So, like, it's that bounce of between the two of them. Like, cool. Now I can feel that sensation of, like, I survived worse than this. Like, my, I don't have a vehicle right now because family fucked me and my car got repoed. And now I can't get it back. But I'm still going to Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it, old me didn't have that sense of time of experience. I You forget the things you've already gone through that were worse than your current situation. Mm. That's how people get weaker. You know what I mean? I used to walk in the snow in Philadelphia in the winter, not dressed properly with DC skateboarder shoes for an hour to and from to work in a produce fridge for eight hours. So why the fuck am I going to let this type of mishap bother me when I survive that shit? Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I forgot that feeling and sensation. I forgot that sense of drive and like it's do or die. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people forget that sensation of 
some parents when they're teaching their kids how life was significantly adequately better in a fulfillment sense because there was less sensitivity around and people could just be who they were which allowed us to get this progression where everyone is allowed to be who they want to be. Right. You can't you didn't get here without that. Yeah, the struggle is a part of it. You know what I'm saying? But we forgot that. People can't relive that struggle. They can't feel it because they're not attuned to themselves. Right. And, and that's, that's been helping me. Like it's fucking I'm like, yo, this ain't okay. This is not all right. I don't like this. Yeah, man, and you know, new generations they who don't ever experience the struggle, they don't know, right? So, yeah, usually around like 26, 27, you kind of start th- thinking about things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. And kind of you know, as you get older, your perception of time is different, right? So things just fucking fly by. So, yeah, I don't know if it's just because I, I, this at least where we are in this generation, it's like we're becoming those adults who are like the foundation of society. Mm-hmm. That yeah. were what we heard of and didn't think. Like, we were, yeah, and then now we're there. Whoo. So, yeah, dude, it probably started a long-ass time ago. And we're just getting softer and softer, and, and it's it's gotten to where we are today. It's, 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 it's fucking it's, wild, man. But It's causing – and the funny – the worst part about it is it's it's sad because you think of all the things that were done to get us to the, the social standing of where we're allowed to be who we want, love who we want. Uh, live the life we want, identify as what we want. You know what I mean? But we forgot in that. But now we forgot how tough the people were that helped build to get us to here. That's going to allow us to keep it. Like it doesn't need to be this thing of work. If you don't see that we're imploding on ourselves, you're blind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're if you can't hear how divided we are, you're deaf. You know, I was thinking about how it's easy. It's this time now is it's it's better than it's ever been mm-hmm. and we we anybody can essentially you can create a career or a life doing you upload a video and you're set for life almost any passion that you want right anything you want to do so essentially that turns everybody into like a creator or like an artist oftentimes so that's that's kind of the attractive path mm-hmm. so because of that we're moving away from actual yeah, like actual skills, actual like foundational important skills and jobs. Something's funny on that that I'm gonna tell you about, but continue. Let's say we're just moving away from trades. Mm-hmm. Every so I was just thinking that as we're moving forward, it seems like oh cool because I'm I'm guilty of because my daughter's really good of art at art. I'm like man, you can just be an artist and you can create a life, and it's 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 easier and more like it's more easy to do that now mm-hmm. than it ever has been. But is that maybe a bad thing? You know what I'm saying? We're moving so far away from it's these these other jobs that we need. We need carpenters and pipe fitters and welders, and we need all of that shit. And it's actually a very noble career. You know what I'm saying? You make a lot of fucking money. You can do very well. Mm-hmm. But it's not cool, and people don't want to work hard. And What's it's, funny. Um, I thought it was good moving this way, but maybe it's not. So TikTok, <laughs> which has – if you – TikTok has speeded the implodeness of what's happening by tenfold. Now, it's, it's here's the, the funny resource. thing. It's, it's the go-to. It's like, but here's the funny thing. I found this out by watching another podcast. Um, and God bless podcasts, by the way. Like, that is the one thing I will say is still holding us strong and slowing the process. But I was watching a podcast with a comedian. And again, pointing back to my topic earlier, talking about comedians and why people should listen. Because they're smart. Real good comedians are some of the smartest people on the fucking planet. 
Um, I can't remember his name. He used to do the the guy code on MTV. He used to be he's the skinny uh, white guy with a long nose. Um, Brunette used to do the guy code um, on MTV. It used to be a show back in like 2012, 2009. Can't remember his name. Let's find out. Um, guy code. He used to do it with Charlemagne. There he is. He's the one in the middle right here. Where the fuck is that guy? That doesn't help me, does it? Let me let me get off of images. Can't remember his name. Um, you can probably just go to the guy code yeah. right here. Wait, there's cast ages right there. Yep. Let's guess a cast. Oh, is it Andrew Schultz? I think so. Click on him real quick. That name, I'm pretty sure it might be him. I'm sure it's him. Yeah. If it's Andrew, because he's, he's one of the, I, I recently started watching his stand-ups just because of this. Like, if, you, if you're if you one of those insightful comedians, you have my attention tenfold. Yeah, I remember on the, yes, you're talking about him. Andrew Yep. Oh, so he was I love the, him. He's hilarious. He, I heard he's him say so, this. So He's so good. So China, who made TikTok. So you know how over here we do uh, a cat fucking does a backflip, a kid does a fucking dumb challenge and almost gets sent to the hospital. You do a stupid dance or some Q6 or you're one of these e-boys where you now fucking try to be this over uh, cringe sex appeal shit and you blow up and you get all the success. That's not the algorithm for China. The algorithm for China is if you are doing something of advancements toward the company or the nation scientists, engineers, those are the ones that blow up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. And the funny part he pointed out, maybe that's why Trump was trying to get rid of it. They're trying to dumb it's us down. It's a mental warfare. I mean, it's... You know, big big picture stuff, dude. I mean... When he said that, I was like, ain't no way. And I looked into it. And uh, I have some friend, I have a fr uh, some friends that have access to like, gaming to like other type of servers. And he's like, yeah... Like looked it up and like literally you, you if you were to post any of the shit that trends over here, it would not even fucking it would take maybe a month before it even gets like a thousand views. Any of those fucking things. Right. But anything that's barely getting views, original craftsmanship, engineering, science advancements, uh, medicine, all that type mm -hmm. of stuff that barely gets proper attention over here unless it has to do with sexualization or drug addiction or some shit, all that other stuff blows up people get jobs they 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 get opportunities to lit like these people are getting set up to advance their country and they're being found more and more and pro property and then inspire younger ones more and more to where don't get me wrong artists are still respected and whatever but the level of it's very different over here it's like 90 entertainment 10 civilization and advancement over there it's like 30 entertainment, 70% advancement civilization, economic issues, social standings, all that type of stuff. Right. You know what I mean? And I think where I've been going is I've always been, I'm not into politics. I'm not into politics. It's not my thing. I don't fucking care. But you come to realize politics includes life and includes your own social standing because the people you involve yourself with kind of give a fuck and whether indirectly how they act and respond or brought up, deal with that community of whatever side because that's how it's been built. And I think for me it's, it's this weird plane of understanding. I'm trying to have the biggest or the most full encompassing embrace and understanding of myself and my environment to best suit where I need to go so I can help those that I give a fuck about. 
You know what I mean? Down to a wire. And it's more and more, which is the awesomeness of like how everything's at your fingertips. You can find out more advancements. We were just talking earlier about is I'm getting here because I have that availability to me. And now I, I'm at 27. Before, a 27-year-old wouldn't even be thinking of shit like this. Right. You know what I mean? And now the, the maturity level and the growth level is exponential because there's so much access to everything from so, such a little age block now. And that shit's fucking crazy because they know that, which is why they highlight the engineering and all of that. While over here, they're like, what is the least effective to the economic standing over there? Let's make that algorithm that. Yeah, and to think that as a country they don't they don't think that way, I think that's a little short sighted. Um, they also doesn't China also limit the hours in which you can be on there? And like, I don't think kids can even get on there during the week. It's cut down. Not even just China. Like a lot of countries over there. It's and, it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's, dude. Yeah. Plus, I I think I. I I think I was reading up that some countries their their marriage limits are like age limit are lowered too, hmm. but then they have like population increase or it's all a whole wild shit that I never thought I'd be entering into my mind. But yeah, well, you know, before I used to always say I'm not in the politics either. Before it used to be that it was always just more of the same. You mm-hmm. could always kind of knew what to expect. Empty promise. Da-da-da. Yeah, you're just like, why even bother? You could just put your head down. And you know what I mean? It's like grind. nothing's really directly affecting me. Yeah, okay. But now, if you ignore it, things are moving so fast. You might look up and the whole world be different, and you might lose some freedoms. That that 2020 really fucking put it in like what the fuck? This was the shit that I would watch in movies. This is shit, and it's that thing of where. You always hear, you'll never think it's this. I mean, you never know till it happens to you. And you're always like, it's not going to fucking happen to me. Like, I'm not going to experience it. It's not going to fucking happen to me. And then it happens. And you're like, okay, anything's on the fucking board. Like, I lied to you not. When the, when <laughs> 2020 happened, and I still stand by it, and I firmly believe this. You can call me crazy. And if you want to call me crazy, look at 2020. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Anything's possible. I literally told people I could see the Grim Reaper himself walk in front of me and take the soul out of the person walking down the street. I'm going to keep on walking. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's a fucking Friday. <laughs> I, I, I firmly believe that. I could see it so visually like I could be, you know, just on the trail. It's going, going, dude jogging beside me saying, good morning, good morning. Grim Reaper pops up, snatches souls, goes right back down. I'm like, yeah. oh, just another that's, Tuesday afternoon. That, I guess Tuesday. I, I thought you were gonna be here in 2020. You a few years late. Like, that's funny. It's it, and it's this point of like, when you kind of think of it as a joke and like at first, but then you take a minute, which is why comedians. I will always touch on comedians almost all the fucking time mm-hmm. because I feel like in this day and age, if if out of anything entertainment, out of anything that's improperly blown up and trending. The proper comedians that have the mindset that we're talking about and highlighting these type of jokes should be listened to on these issues because now we're talking about how the sensitivity went down for me. I laughed about it, and then I took a moment to be like, huh, or hmm, and then get an understanding. I'm not like, whoa. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If people could laugh more, you could have a proper discussion more. We don't always have to see eye to eye. Right. But conversations can come with compromise and so many things. But if there's so much hostility and the hostility is due to sensitivity, hostility done by sensitivity is the worst type of hostility you could have. Because 
any form of reactions is going to keep on building and building and building. There's not going to be any form of mutual outcome. Right. Now, hostility built off of up, like an upward momentum, like say we're having a conversation and you're giving me blah, 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 and I'm just button, button, or I'm just denying, denying, denying. That hostility, I could take to be like, you know what, I'm right. Let's come back to an agreement. Because that was built up, then it was understanding. Rather than you're just taking every word off the bat, mm-hmm. and you're just not hearing anything because you're hostile. Because I just don't see you. I like red, you like blue, but you want me to like blue too. But you can't like red, right? Well, yeah. I mean, when you're when when all of your actions are driven off of of uh, an emotion, and and you're not actually trying to take the time to to see someone else's perspective, we're gonna be so fucking lost, which is where we're at. It's it's. It's the scariest thing, and for me... There's no going, nuance to conversation anymore. None. And and I think for me, that's also what pushes me more why I'm making this move, where I'm moving down to Atlanta and going around the people that I know are like me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that whole group of people I'm going to be around, I know are like me. Because every time I go to visit for Christmas break, it felt like I was leaving home. It felt like I was leaving mm. my, my tribe, like my, my community, because they're... I felt like I was the underdog of the social standing because they would freely talk and just do this and all the uncensored stuff and they didn't see this or that. They would even joke. They would joke about some fucked up sensitive shit. You know what I mean? Like if you look up the heat, my, my cousin um, Simba, um, my boy uh, Tanner, he's blowing up on TikTok he, and they do dark humor, like real dark humor shit. And they're blown up on TikTok. They're one of the biggest ones on TikTok, like King Simba, the bro code. They're fucking crazy. And that they've always wanted me to be a part of them. And that, so that's where, where I'm going to be saying I'm going to be with them. I'm going to be doing that. And while that was going on, what, what kept pushing me, I kept staying here. And when I was here, I got to see and feel what it felt like to be, all right, now I'm the outsider. You know what I mean? Now I'm above them. And I, I and not in a sense of social standing, but it's like, I see above and see nothing of sensitivity, mm-hmm. but everyone below me is sensitivity rather than when I was them. I felt like I wasn't unsensitive enough. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Rather here, I feel like everyone is just too sensitive. Or with them, I felt like I was the sensitive one. Right. Which was an eye opener for me. Right. And which made me be like where I'm in this point of like, yo, why do you give a fuck yeah. type of thing? And it, self-evaluation. Mm-hmm, and it's fucking crazy. And that's why I'm like, yo, I need to be there. That, like, sure, opportunity to act, do all, that's all there too as well. I'm going to be like 20 minutes outside Atlanta. But, I mean, the biggest reason, the main reason is because if I can get to that environment and be there, I know I can – if I can, if I'm doing what I'm doing here as I am now and I'm already here above everybody else and everyone's looking at me as I'm this thing and I already know I'm nowhere near not even – but when I'm there, I feel here. It's just exponential with my growth of where I can go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because of the environment I'm putting myself into. Right. Well, it sounds like you realize that, well, one, if you want to to improve and grow, you got to first take yourself outside your comfort zone, and you got to surround yourself with people that are better than you, right? Mm-hmm. But then also, it sounds like you just found your community. I did. I definitely did. That's fucking important, dude. Like, I, it, it's definitely a thing of where I've always been. I've been recently over these past months feeling like I've been very antisocial. Very, like, 
I'd rather just be editing videos, recording, or have my head down in a game, playing, practicing to get better at esports. So not only do I look the part, but I can shit on dudes in an esports match. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been very like, I if I just if I get the even the ounce of like that vibes don't work well, I'm not even gonna fucking try. You know what I mean? And more of like just being cool with being by myself. I've been loving it, but it's very deadly because when you don't have the community or a community that you resonate with, not that you reside in, that you resonate, you can live anywhere, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But you can only like reside and like genuinely embody yourself only certain places, you know what I mean? Um, like for me, I could live in the mountains, but I'm never going to ever be eternally comfortable because I don't fuck with the cold. You feel me? But this is my this is my warmth. This is my proper tension. This is my area. And I'm starting to see this thing of where by doing that, I'm seeing that I I just need to be in a better space. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's very weird because you you always try to tie yourself to your career. I'm a gamer, I'm a dancer, I'm this. I never do you don't think that they need to think like this, do this, and, and they, they don't. And that's the norm. And I've had conversations and it's like, they're not stupid. No one's stupid. It's just, you want to have a deeper, more higher level stuff. Like this is why I tell you, you're the first person. Because before I talk to anybody else that doesn't think on this wavelength, I need to talk to someone who thinks (laughs) on this wavelength. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's, that's why I said if any, I got to talk to him first. Because I will not be able to properly talk to you until I talk to him. Because I need to get this out. You're not going to understand half the shit I'm saying. My man. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at where I realize I'm limiting myself. And that's what I was doing. I was limiting myself to socialize with those around me adequately or all right enough. You know what I mean? And it's not to say that I'm better than or anything. It's just whatever I'm into, that's what I'm better at or wherever I think in certain departments. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Frequency. Not everyone sees eye to eye. And, um... It just drew me closer and closer to just wanting to be by myself because I didn't have anything that I could really bounce with on that level. So I'm like, you know, I'll just do it myself. You know what I mean? And then I went back and I and by doing so, I reconnected with what I got. The, I call COVID my best emotional year. Why is that? Um, because I had nothing to do but game online, right? And I got to reconnect with Big Mac, who was my roommate back in Job Corps, and that connection of the bond I had with him and out of all my friends, even have friends that were best friends now. And if they're butthurt by this, so be it. I don't fucking care. Like that connection of like, he's actually one of my fucking brothers. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, Talking and seeing in like this year, I seeing my other brother Ian blow up um, doing his cosplay thing. But in 2020, I got to reconnect with a lot of my gamer friends and like Gino, my cousin Ty, my cousin Alice are the ones I'm going to, the community with back to the East coast to be closer to all of these people. Um, again, because I found that community that year I reconnected with all of them genuine. Like we were gaming every day. We were laughing. We were bullshitting that we were streaming. We were raging. My best, funniest more memories were in the COVID year. Do a lot of people had a good year that year. You know what I mean? Not. Yeah. And for me, that was great because mm-hmm. I think that's what I needed. But now I'm here where I realize, yo, I, I by being alone because I felt limited and I'm keeping to myself, I went back to gaming again. And I was reconnecting with those same ones I was online with. 
And people will be like, why don't you have hang out with your friends? I do. I'm online with them all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sending memes to them all the time. You know what I mean? And that's where I'm like, how do I get closer to that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. My, and me and my cousin have a dream and goal to get signed by the same model agency and take over as the Edwards twins or the Edwards brothers or something. Okay. Shit. You know what I'm saying? How do I get closer to that? And then I'm realizing it's coming back full circle. You know what I'm saying? I kind of drifted off, and then COVID happened, and it started bringing me back closer. Right. And then the sensitivity cap started happening. I started limiting myself because I couldn't conversate, and it brought me back closer. And now I'm like, all right, this is too long, too much work. work, work we need to go here. What do I got to do to go here as fast as fucking possible? Okay, I'm not mentally self-disciplined enough. Self-disciplined enough? 75 hard. Cool. Um, what is going to set me apart from the gamer? So when I do get over there, I can just... All right, so practice more, study more, watch videos about patch notes and gameplays and what map. Cool, boom. Mm-hmm. What other game? What game? What is top streamers not doing? Seventy-five hard. All right, cool. Um, what are top streamers not doing? Reading and mentally training themselves and physically putting themselves through. All right, cool. And it's this thing of where you want to be. Everyone wants to be exceptional in shooting, basketball, whatever. But the thing that they tend to forget that all I've been learning transfers over is the one thing that functions at all, your mind. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mind is key. So what is the one thing that not everybody else in majority of in my space is doing? Advancing their mind. I'm like, okay, where can I go to advance my mind to give my body all the aspects I want? The grit, the discipline, the the toughness, the things that made motherfuckers badass back then where the sensitivity, where we were watching more mature shit, but we were kids, but we weren't dumb and like now where we would take what we saw on TV and be like, we were like, yeah, that's kind of bad. You know what I mean? Because when our parents talked to us, they disciplined us and they made us understand, but we weren't sensitive. We were like, <sighs> we were like, I mean, yeah, it fucking hurt. But if we didn't get hit, we understood. You know what I mean? I had part of parenting where they would just tell me something. And I could hear the emphasis. I didn't take offense to it. I was like, okay, this means this. It wasn't like, oh, verbal abuse. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So what is all of this that I can have that makes me take over in this scene? And that was it. And it all goes back to the mind. And it always goes back down to the understanding of like, bro, you just have to be you and focus on you. And you will find those you resonate with. You know what I mean? And everybody could find that part. I guarantee you we'd all get along more and more because they all don't realize, be like, what's the whole point of seeing even Division in the first place? All right, cool. You like that? I like that. All right. Well, fuck it. I mean, I like red. You like blue. Let's make some purple. You know what I mean? That type of shit. And it, it's fucking crazy because I remember as a kid, I would never think in a million years I'd think like this. And I'm like, I'm 27. And... I, I just want to game, travel, teach, dance, and entertain people. I just want to make people smile, laugh, and inspire. And reason why I, I, I like to do help people with nutrition and health is, like, I get messages of, like, oh, your videos inspire me, da, 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 but I've been dealing with blah, blah, blah. And I'm, like, I know when I started taking care of my body, what it did for me, helped me have better and enjoy things even more. If I can give you just the advice and the pointers to help you have that little more help, where it doesn't take away from my creative space because I my priority is entertainment. That's what I love to do. I'm not going to facade you or try to bullshit you. You just get free advice from me. I'll do that. You know what I mean? Because that makes the experience of me entertaining you even more. And then my entertainment has more of an impact on you. Right. Which is my selfish desire. Because when I see someone genuinely enjoy what I create and it, it made them feel something and impact them, I love that shit. 
You know what I mean? That's my kind of selfish, selfless thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You feel better whenever you're healthy. You, I mean, You'd be fucking surprised. Like, you're, it's, it's, oh, I don't know, motherfucker. There's a reason. Like, it's yeah. all chemically, but it's not even that. It's just like, I, I be in the gym and I have a shoulder issue and I fucking hate it. And, but when I'm done and I, and I feel the slight little bit of mobility and I, and I'll see the physical little, and I'm like, what else can I do? It's like kind of inspiring. If you can become your own self-inspiration. You know yeah. I mean? Dude, you just got to do more hard shit, right? Not enough people challenge themselves. It's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. 2020 was an interesting year, right? It was definitely a hard one for a lot of people, but it did force a lot of people to slow down. It forced everybody to slow down and allowed a lot of people to reconnect with certain things, right? I mean, I, I personally didn't really stop doing what i like to do i just continue to do a whole lot of jujitsu just more like i mean you were, you were always one of those people I, I liked because you could feel your your connected passion to what you were doing yeah you know what i mean it wasn't like all right this is a passion because this is what i have access to then no this is a passion because this is what i i do this is me yeah i pursue everything that i love you know what i mean and uh, unfortunately it did slow down the podcast like it, that put it on hold because everything has to be in person but mm -hmm. dude the benefit of of you know, I just hear the stories a lot. It's like, man, yeah, I was able to just really get back to me. I was, I was able to read more. I was able to connect with family more. I was able to just do the thing that I love to do. And for so many people, like your story is like, man, 2020 was actually a really good reset year. And it, it can, if you did it right, it, the momentum is carrying you into where we are today, right? Which is leading you to Atlanta, which is fucking cool. Like, that's a crazy ass city in that it's it's like the LA of the East Coast. You know? Black Hollywood for exactly, sure. Exactly. Right? And, uh, I shouldn't call it LA because it's not as crazy as LA. LA is just. Well, the thing is, Atlanta, it's the, best it's the opposite it. of LA because LA is. I, I tell people, I can never live. I will never fucking will. I never want to. I never want to even stay there more than probably a weekend or a few days. I've never been there, but I've heard people tell me about it and I get the scenes, everything. But I could tell from the, the sensitivity standpoint, I would fucking intoxicate. I could never live there. It's a fun place to visit. It's a visit, the, for the, sure. Like, it, God, you can't get anything more beautiful. I, I, I still plan to like go there and mm -hmm. visit, but I know I could never in my life live there. It's, never. It's it, an interesting spot. That's why I like yeah. Atlanta because like Black when Hollywood's I went there, that's the perfect Atlanta's like it. this. there's not that much sensitivity because some of the, the most raw motherfuckers come out of that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like you hear Atlanta, you think of some cold ass motherfuckers in hip hop, rap, uh, comedy, acting, and all those motherfuckers that usually are like that. They're pretty raw and dry cut motherfuckers. Like, yeah, the I mean the one thing though you do tend to see just with the entertainment industry is just a uh, uh, there's a way of thinking within the industry that's not really isolated to just L.A. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like an industry thing as a mm -hmm. whole. So. There, there is, is that. that, but, mm -hmm. you know, L.A., I mean, uh, Atlanta's going to be dope, man. It's going to be great. It's going to be dope. It's definitely going to be. exciting times. It's going to be good because, so, it's kind of this thing where everyone else is kind of blowing up on their own platforms, doing their own thing, mm -hmm. and I'm like that middle piece. I'm like that, that last piece that you got to, like, of the puzzle, they got to be like, because I have the most online social experience. Okay. You know what I mean? I've been doing this the longest out of everything, so it's kind of like, and, and for me, every one of them is multi-talented, but for me, it's like I'm the most, I'm the jack of all trades, but I'm not, I'm, I'm pretty much a master at almost all of them. That's the kind of the, the difference, though. So, for example, singing. I'm not one of the greatest singers, but I can, I can make melodies and freestyles. Like, I do it all the time on Snapchat. 
I have a shitload of songs. Like I have hooks, melodies, verses, all types of shit. So when I'm ready to focus on music, there's not a motherfucker touching me. But I couldn't always do that. Over the years, I whenever from I first got my first car, I all I was always singing and trying to match and practicing my vocals over songs over songs. And then I started stop listening to other singers and I would put on YouTube beats. And I would practice rapping, freestyle, not for any specific purpose, but this was every day for 20 minutes, 40 minute car rides. And it's a, it's a skill set. It's a muscle. It's a build. It's a build. It's a build. Now I can actually sing and now I can actually make hooks and melodies as songs. And people are like, is that a song? No, I just made that up. I'm like, why aren't you doing music? Not that time. Prioritization. But it doesn't mean I can't work on that skill set. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing between jacks of all trades and masters of none. They try to do everything at the same time and prioritize it at the same time, you can master multiple things. and It's just going to be a different magnitude level. So your magnitude, like say I'm putting 70% magnitude on the gaming thing and the dance thing, but I'm putting like 10 magnitude on the, on the singing thing. That's just when I'm in the car practicing, practicing. When the switch happened, the gaming thing's established, and now it's just keep going exponentially. This was still going up exponentially just on a different magnitude. It's a magnitude switch now. Mm-hmm. Now the music's a priority, and people are trying to figure out Oh, wow. When did this come from? And then they see, oh, now my old bangers that were freestyles in a Snapchat story are now songs trending, 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 mm. And then you have the people who heard them on the Snapchat story continue that trend. And the magnitude now reciprocates, reconnects, and the magnitude tails tenfold. Mm. That's mastered. You know what I mean? That's two things being mastered at the same time. Dancing, I'm always in the shower doing some form of movement when I'm listening to music, visualizing choreography every single time. I haven't been in a studio or filmed a dance video in a minute. You know what I mean? I've been focused on my knee, training my knee, retraining my knee, mastering it while still mastering everything. It's just magnitude importance. Now, when I go to Atlanta and I drop my next freestyle video and 20 people are like, is this choreographed? No, that's a freestyle. And you're wondering how my choreography, my freestyle looks like a choreo video. Mastering. Yeah, You know what I mean? I've been learning that the magnitudes you put between things is what makes it confusing as to why you can't master multiple things. Right. You just got to have the understanding of the patience to mm-hmm. realize. So for me, my sport is – I put it down to a sport standpoint. Everyone says focus on one thing and try to be the best at that. My one sport, my one thing is entertainment. Dancing's dribbling. Gaming's community – like coaching. My handles, that's like – fitness mm-hmm. my nutrition is like you know what i mean yeah, shoot a free throw like one, it, yeah. yeah everything's an aspect of one thing entertainment mm-hmm. so when everyone's telling me i do multiple things i'm like I, I always say i'm not doing much and i genuinely mean that i just see it as i'm just doing my sport yeah you know what i mean that makes sense like i can't have my, my my all my skills can't be the best at the same time so i'm developing my handles right now developing my handles because when that opportunity comes when it comes to game day all of them got to be firing right you know what i'm saying yeah because i don't know what that opportunity may be and i don't know what it will be for right but there's a greater vision you know i mean you'll have multiple little opportunities and those are like practices those are like drills it's like all right we have practice today that's a little opportunity to work on coach you know you don't work on everything in practice he says today we're working on handles that's modeling i got a model gig cool more experience but there's going to be one major game. There's going to be a final that's going to fucking put you on the fucking Hall of Fame of your life. And you got to be firing on everything. Your, your three-pointers got to be on. Your handles got to be on point. Your passing, your, your, your teamwork has to be on point. You know what I'm saying? All of that. 
Got to be ready. You know what I mean? And that's, again, magnitude. Now I'm putting magnitude towards getting to my community, my team. That's my teamwork. Helping them to know what I know, editing, uh, social timing, commenting over, caring about the comments over the likes. Don't give a fuck about views. Give a fuck about the people watching your videos. Understanding genuine content from money content, all that type of stuff, and teaching them that where they already have the magnitude numbers and viewership, now they got to get down before it's too late type shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my teamwork. Mastering that now. I've been putting a little magnitude on here and there with the team I have here, which I still plan to carry with me. Now it's time to master it. Switch the magnitude from solo, working on myself, working on myself. That's already going to keep on going. Now I can switch the magnitude now. Yeah, well, you got to build yourself before you can help the others. Mm -hmm. Man, dude, you got a whole vision. It's, I like it. it. It's it's because the opportunities will come. There's always an opportunity. It's just whether or not you're ready for it. Mm -hmm. It's it's. And you, did you put yourself in the position? And I, I've also gone to that point where I just don't hear excuses anymore, man. It's like excuses kind of annoy you in a sense. I don't know if you've noticed. If you've been in that, you probably have. Where no tolerance. You, you'll, you'll exactly. You you don't have any ill will, and people take it as you, you just don't like them. It's like I don't like you. I just don't like the the. Your what you're spitting out. I don't like your your aura. I don't like your your ethics. I don't agree with that. Yeah, I don't so. agree with that. So when you're like, oh well, I'm waiting on the. Don't care. No. Yeah, often you'll hear like, oh, I want to do this, but. Mm -hmm. I I get the butts. I'm like, I'm already out of the conversation. As soon as you like, said I'm already that, tuned out. Done. What? But what? What? Just tell me why you can or how you can or what you're thinking about. Or ask to do. a question of how can you? Yeah, or you want to brainstorm for a second? I'll do that with. Don't tell me. Oh, you okay? Cool. Especially when you go through, like, you, like when what I can't I even talk shit. to you about it. So, what are you up to? Mm -hmm. Nothing, I get. I mean, you know, just same stuff, you know, it's just, just working on this and this. And this. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Exactly. It's, it's, and that's how I reply. People always be like, What are you doing? Same as same as same old, like the you consistency. Know. And it's like, because on the grand scheme, it is the same stuff. On the like you said, it's entertainment, right? It's mm -hmm. like from their perspective, it's like. Yeah, the grind hasn't changed. The details have, and it really, in the it, there's a lot. Yeah, like, like I'll switch I the ball handles from a crossover backhand to now it's a between the legs upward. Yeah, I can't tell you everything. How are you even going to understand? Or are you, are you even going to care? It doesn't. It's so, it's hard. It's 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 fucking very hard. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's a thing because like you give a fuck about people, but it's like you just don't have a tolerance for the bullshit fuckery they're gonna give you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you come off as this like I don't fuck with people, and, and I don't. I say it, it's a contradictory, and it sounds maybe stupid, but I love people. I fucking can't stand people. Yeah, man. You know, nothing is black and white. That's the more of like that's just the the biggest thing I've learned as I'm getting older is that it's it's usually yes and it's like yes this and that too. Also, it's always everything in between. Mm -hmm. It's never just one or the other. It's never just plain black and white. And I'll be like. I want to help you, but I can't fucking stand this excuse shit because like, and I know I'm not going to get through to you. And especially when I see people that I know have been through similar situations or horrid situations and these people carry themselves how they do and handle things how they do. And I'm like, what reason do I fucking have? Like, really? Like, it's, it's. It's kind of a, a, a eye opening for you, which is great. You develop, but it's also a sad thing because you're like, you're starting to now look around you and see a lot of people differently. Yeah. And that shit kind of gets very sad because you start to notice you naturally digress from them 
unintentionally because you know of how they are and you now you can't stand it. Right. And you're like, I you're fuck different. with the person, but the way you view and carry yourself and do things is like, man, come on, man. I'm like, and it's not of your view. It's just how you view everything. Yeah, I tend to, to view it as, because I'm always constantly taking just the audit of the energy that I around me. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, I audit the energy that I allow around me. Um, but whenever I look at, at, it's like, all right, you're on this trajectory and I'm on this one, and I'm just going to let them play out. And I don't really look at it as me distancing myself. I just look at it as I'm just going to allow you to do your thing and I'm going to do mine, and they're just, they're just diverging. Mm. I just, I just let you just do your thing. I'm gonna start trying to see it like that because, well, the thing is, I have people that try. They call it looking out, which they are, because they, they more so care about me. But I think if they were to really look at it, it's them worried that I just don't fuck with them, and they said they're checking in on me, and I always said I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm genuinely good. And then I've also realized sometimes I will make an issue that annoyed me something that upset me, something that pissed me off to where now I can talk to him about it and tell him that's what was going on when really I didn't give a fuck about it. Just so that it can, they kind of convinced me to make me think that there was something up. That way they can reassure themselves if I fuck with them or not. And just so they would get off my back and they understand like, hey, I do fuck with you. I'm just like, like you said, you're letting it right out. All right, yeah, this fucking... And then you're like, I just let out negative vibes, bro. Yeah. What the fuck? Got baited. So, like, that's where I like I go back to, like, I just been in that bubble because I, I refuse to give them the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it comes off like I as this asshole. And I'm, like, at this point where, I mean, you always called me a villain, so fucking be it. Let me just be the villain I guess I'm meant to fucking be. Yeah, man. Just own it. Just own that shit. I'm, like, I don't, at this point, like, you know what I mean? I always play villain with my friends because we're always like that. Dude, people are going to think whatever they're going to think anyway. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You have to do what's best for you. Yep. You know what I mean? And because you can't, and I, that's the biggest thing I've been finding is like I'm, I've been doing more for people, less people. So at first I was doing a lot for a lot of people and less for myself. But having very little impact, I've been having a lot more impact on less people after doing more for myself. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm able to properly train people at my job that they'd be like, yo, how are you lifting these boxes with ease while I work out? You know what I mean? I took time to just focus on working out and eating right and treating myself right because that I needed to be able to physically do these things. And they watched. And now from the time I took to develop myself, I was able to teach them properly how to work out, use certain equipment, get them into the proper understanding of how to operate in a gym and what you should be looking at. And then now that they do their thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I let the reins off at that point. Yeah, dude, you have to take care of you before you can really actually help anybody else. So mm-hmm. many people are, are walking around life suboptimal. You know what I mean? It's 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 easy to think that you feel okay, you know, even though you're sitting there, you're not sleeping well or you're drinking soda every day, you're, you're eating junk, you're not moving your body. Mm-hmm. But, dude, the moment you start doing those things, you realize, oh, I feel so much fucking better. And then you can do more. You can put – you can. there's way more output – you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That you have and you can actually start addressing these other things and maybe going after some shit, you know, whatever your goals are. It's it's definitely that. And I think what's saddening to me is to see that 
exercise and it, the, it comes back to it because it's literally, if you're not doing it, you're fucking stupid in my eyes. But people start and they're, they're repelled and scared and feel bad for doing it because it hurts. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. Well, we're geared towards pleasure. Oh, oh let me work out. Ah, oh, I hurt my shoulder or I pulled or my muscles feel sore, so I feel like I did something bad. I'm gonna stop doing this. What? Do know they do feel good afterwards because they can rest. They're like, oh, this does feel good though. I think I'm just gonna keep doing this and not the <laughs> other stuff. I'm like, let me just lay here. Order me pizza. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what the, f- what? Yeah, dude. Well, let me ask you this. What's going to happen? Because you're a good guy to actually ask this. What happens when we have the metaverse? Um, so from my understanding, where I think we're going is it, it can be two things. And of course, again, this is because COVID hit. Nothing's off the fucking table. Like I, when I say that, I if you were to tell me the metaverse is the matrix, I said it's fucking possible. I firmly fucking believe it's fucking possible. Um, are we going that route? I would say the possibilities there. I'm very big on possibilities and not solidarities anymore. Um, I kind of talk in a lot of percentage percentages with things. Um, it is a possibility, but I think the metaverse, I hope better yet. Let me say, I hope it is something of where during COVID that reconnection, people were able to get online with those that they have distance from. I hope it bridges that and it, but it's not taking place of, the world. I think the metaverse is going for where we can reconnect here for the time being, but there I think they want us to be more to the world outside. It's weird. It's it's a it's a sense of where uh, you augmented uh, augmented reality. Pokemon Go. When Pokemon Go first came out, that was the biggest increase of people outside exercising we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. That is a hint at what the metaverse is actually. I believe should be and is going to aim for is they see that so many people are stuck to this because of this and the things in that in that screen. Mm-hmm. So what if we take some of the things they like in that screen and put them in the world they're in less of? See what I'm saying? So Pokemon Go had them going out, walking. You had to literally walk to a stop to get the virtual thing you wanted to catch the Pokemon in the screen you wanted from the game where you would sit down all day in the screen, not do anything too. So now you're actively right. developing your body. Yeah. And I hope that's what they're going for is more making it towards I know Niantic, the people who made Pokemon Go, their version of whatever project they're putting into the metaverse is towards that. So that gives me a ray of hope of like some people are aiming towards seeing where how we see things towards the right thing. Trying to augment actual the real world with technology. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Elon Musk is doing with the Neuralink trying to trying to tap in directly to the brain mm-hmm. so that way we can communicate with each other seamlessly like through and I, and I think he wants it in a sense cuz he's very uh, for, I like Elon. he's making us the technology yeah rather than relying on it he wants us to have control over it yeah that would augment it. this space here mm-hmm. right have you tried the Oculus goggles I love those motherfuckers and right. I plan to get me a pair exactly they're putting they're them in fucking every- Amazing. Yeah, whenever I think of the metaverse, I think of, you know, Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. And, and that kind of seems to be... It's kind of scary if the, you think about it. The path of... For, in my eyes, that kind of seems to be the path of the metaverse and what, and what you know, Facebook and or Zuck is doing. Mm-hmm. And then, again, Elon kind of seems to be doing... He wants to kind of integrate technology with biology and us and, 
and augment this real place. And that kind of seems to be the spectrums. But with the, with the metaverse, I mean, dude, if we have all the Ready Player One shit with the, you know, the fucking suits and mm-hmm. the omnidirectional treadmills and all that shit. We already have them. That's fucking crazy. Exactly. We're already here. It's, exactly, it's bro. wild. And you, and you make that experience almost indistinguishable. Why not just be plugged into that all the time? And then you just let this fucking meat suit just deteriorate, which is the issue, right? Mm-hmm. But why not just do that? You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I it, think for me... That, that's where it seems to be headed. It definitely is. I think where we're going to get to is... Then you can be a Pokemon trainer in the metaverse, bro. Right? Bro, listen, uh, don't, listen, don't tempt me with that. <laughs> oh, I'd be... Ash Ketchum who? Okay. Bro, listen. You just plug in. You, did you, you play Pokemon Go? So you already have all your Pokemon? Listen. All you got to do is just plug in, and then now, boom, there they are right next to you. You got 30-foot Charizard right there next to you, bro. Come (laughs) on now. You're a Pokemon trainer already. Now you plug in. It's it's over. It would be done with, man. But I think what it is is um, I think that the technology advancement people see that the world is coming to an end in a sense of not in a – yes, in a negative, but they see that. They're facing the fact that majority of humanity is doing more damage to the earth than good. And they're, yeah, you have those who are trying to make prog- progression to preserving it. But they also realize that technically the earth is still going to be here, but we're not going to outlast it. And it, the earth might enfold on us at, at like we're killing ourselves versus it killing us. And they're trying to while you have people trying to wake people up or everything woke turns to shit. I don't I hate that fucking term or like let people see things better. I like to say clear your vision rather than wake you already awake. Like you don't need to wake up from it, just clear your vision. Um I think what it is, while you have those people who are pushing that envelope, Elon and these people see that we might not make it in time, so let's try to convert ourselves to a space where the issues of the world ending won't affect us if it gets to that. So, like, yeah, he's trying to leave the like, earth, like the the copy your consciousness to a to hard a drive. hard drive and send off to wherever, and then would you do that? I don't know, man. I mean, as long as it doesn't kill me, because and as long as I have, so I'm very paranoid of like I want no. I as long as that hard drive is there, I want no same time connection. If it's a, a if it's where where this ends that picks up, cool. Where I don't have to relive things because I hate deja vu. Oh, I hate deja vu. Bro, listen, sorry. Quick quick side note. We can come back to this, dude. I was in Florida and we were in Fort Myers. We were at this restaurant. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting in the restaurant. I'm looking out the window. There's a uh, sidewalk. People. There's you know they have outside seating and shit like that. It's nice. This girl walks by. I fucking look. I'm, I'm sitting here with my fiance. I'm talking to her. We're having a conversation. Probably 15 seconds later, I look up. If that, the same fucking girl walked by exactly the same. I just, I'm not fucking crazy. I saw this. I'm like, I'm like the Matrix. Something just got reset. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck just happened, dude? Listen, I I see deja vu sometimes. It happens. I experience it. There was nothing more real. Maybe I, you know, I said, all right, maybe she just walked by back and you just fucking missed it. And then she, she, you know, she did one of these numbers. And, and then you're trying to look at the time uh, frame. You're like, that's I, not possible. I'm like, I don't think that that fucking happened. I'm like, something. <laughs> bro, bro. For me, anyway. it's bad because I have that overanalyzation <laughs> thing. So it kickstarts Ooh, a tenfold. That fucked me up though. And it. It, I get migraines when I get real bad deja vu to where, put it this way, 
the, my migraines were so bad, I ended up looking up uh, deja vu theories. And mm. apparently, I'm a firm believer in if you can tell me with a straight fucking face and you genuinely believe that after you see all the technology and you, but you're going to tell me you believe that you saw the screen showing the moon. You believe those people flew out there, that we proved this, this, that, there's, there's multiple cosmos, there's that beyond us, that we are literally a fucking grain of sand in the entire Florida beach, and then that is only a grain of sand in that, and you mean to tell me to think that we're the only existence? You're fucking stupid. You are dead stomp fucking st- I will tell you to your face, you're fucking stupid. You know what I mean? I stand on that ground where now I'm accepting like, no, this is actually the right thinking. You're dumb. And I'm here thinking about it. It's a frightening thing because so deja vu theory is considered to be where you'll have multiple. You ever see, you ever seen the series Loki, the Marvel series? Yes. You saw where the, the singularity separated off in the timeline. That's the deja vu theory where it's all one timeline. The the Eternal Master explained it best in Avengers Endgame when she was explaining how the stones separate and all that. That there's the same timeline and streams, but it's happening at the same time, but at a different again, like I said, magnitude. So say you saw that event, it's because maybe you stopped somewhere that they didn't, but that same event is pivotal of the girl walking past. So you happen to get a glimpse of it while it was happening in that other simulated timeline. But then it happened to you because now you're at the restaurant and it, it's a catch-up point. Yeah. Yeah. That's how bad it was for me, man. It's uh, I, And once I saw that, I realized I was heading down a rabbit hole. I'm like, I'm going to accept this as my truth and leave it at Let's that. Let's just leave. That's, I could work with that because I'm a Marvel fan. I could work with this. I'm working with the, lo- the Loki universe. We're done. We're going to oh, leave that. Fuck, I'm just going to accept shit gets, that. Shit gets wild, right? It's crazy. And and. Life's been more fun, actually, that way when you start to think like this and when you, you clear your vision. Life's more fun because you start to play around with, like, the universe and shit. So you're like, all right, universe, I want to do this. I want to be in this position. And you forget about it. But you start doing things, little increment things. And then, like, for me, and now I'm in a position where I'm heading. I'm like, okay, the universe is working now, all yeah. right? Dude, I don't know. For whatever it is, especially I'd probably say the last, I don't know, two, two and a half months, I've really – tapped in to this this i've been i have man the amount of momentum that i'm feeling and the you feel fucking unstoppable dude it's crazy just the 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 fucking the the clear embodiment and just knowing and the understanding of like what true belief is and when you just know something and you're just like all right i'm thinking it i'm saying it it's going to happen it is going to happen whatever it is it, mm-hmm. It's so different than when you just say the words. When you truly know. You can feel that manifestation. Dude, it's different, bro. And I'm just on a whole different level right now. And things are just wild. I love meditation. And and I'm obsessed with it. Um, And this is also why I smoke, too. Because it's... I don't smoke to get this crazy loopy high. You know what I mean? I only smoke sativa. I'm not really... Unless I'm going to sleep, I'll smoke indica. Because I like the, the, the euphoric I get. But I also like the fact that I get this this vibe of where I feel like, okay, my mind's getting lifted now. It feels like I got a weight off of my head. Like somebody's like, all right, open your brain now. And I actually get a lot more done. I actually have better overall productivity. 
Um, I'm more critiquing of myself because I'm more over it. Like everything's kind of heightened. Mm-hmm. And um, it helped, it's been helping me to get to where I am because I'll be there. And a lot of people usually say, oh, people that smoke are, you know what I mean, they're not productive. I'm like, well, you can shut the fuck up because when, when I smoke and I'm sitting, I'm being lazy, my mind's telling me, bro, you really just not doing shit right now? You could be recording a video. I record 10. Mm. I record the whole two months worth of content and edit it out just because my mind is telling me now the possibility of opportunity may come up. But then I'm trying to prioritize a YouTube video that needs to be uploaded in a week or so. No, let me make sure I have all that time free. I got nothing doing now. Let's knock out two months worth of content. Get it done. Done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that feeling of now. You re- you can feel, and why I like meditating is I can feel down to the the, the I can feel the hard work I'm about to put in, and I can feel I try to immediately feel the shit that I'm gonna dislike that used to stop me. So, with it, for example, with my job, um, and like I'm I'm gonna be working every single day till I move, just to make sure I have the funds and stuff like that. Every single day, seven days a week, all the way to when I move. Mm-hmm. Except for next Saturday, we're going to do a goodbye party type of celebration thing. But every other day to move, I meditate and try to feel that annoyance of like, oh, I want to go home. I want to edit a video. And and I, I grab that feeling, right? I fucking grab it and I put it on a scale and observe every detail of it. Okay, why am I going to feel this? Because I'm worried I'm not going to be able to edit these videos. How do I solve that? Make 15 videos so those videos don't even have to be a worry of existence. Mm-hmm. And then that cuts out the feeling of like, oh, I got to go home to edit videos because viewership, blah, blah, blah. That's gone. So that cuts out the excuse of, hey, boss, I can't stay till four to make extra two hours because, all right, my body's going to hurt. Why is my body going to hurt? Because I'm not properly exercised. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now the time comes and that I don't even notice that I'm at the point that I meditated and manifested to, it just, I only notice it after it already passed. Mm. I'm like, did I just work 14 straight? Yeah. You're just in the zone. You found that flow you know what state. I mean? and, I, and, I, and I found that's what works. And it's this wild frequency of like continuous, continuous. And I can feel myself surpassing all these people in like this scene that's like trending now because I have that weird sense of time. To where I realize this is a minuscule time scale into what I'm trying to accomplish and do to where you're going to be like low viewership died out when I'm consistently yeah. going. Yeah. It's fucking eye opening. The universe is wild, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Energy is like, real. And if you want to one of those that believes it doesn't exist and you believe that the it's just we're just one thing going yeah. around. And you can call it whatever you want. God, the universe. Whatever. I feel like it's all one thing. It's all words, yeah, but it's it's something it's something big and, and grand. Like I it's, man. And we have the power to fucking tap into it, man. Bro, Manifest, I'm trying to, to tap into the, the the most. You gotta work though, right? You gotta mm-hmm. fucking have intention, you gotta struggle. One of the things I love is to bounce back to anime and I joke with my friends at work at this, I'm like, yo, Y'all going to know I reached the magnitude of fucking frequency when I walk in with some anime powers. Like, how are you going to know? Because this building's about to get the Shinra Tensei first. <laughs> it's about to get almighty planetary devastation. I hate this place. <laughs> <laughs> I usually joke with them like that. But it's a thing of where, um, again, why I love anime. Anime kind of pushed me to, I would watch these characters um, that I aspire to be and I love and I want to look like. 
And I'm like, why do the, how can I get to look like that? And then the part of me was like, I don't want to just look like that. I want to be able to physically do that. Now, of course, I can't have the powers and shit like I fucking maybe one day. Part of me still feels like if I unlock the frequency just enough and I, and it's a goal of mine, it's a secret goal of mine. You're the only person, well, anyone watching this is going to know this is <laughs> a secret goal of mine. I secretly am trying to like manifest some form of power. And I feel like I can, but I feel like the universe won't let me because I know too fucking much from the Marvel Universe and I'm too much of a nerd that it doesn't trust me with even controlling tape. I feel like it feels like I could do world domination it's with too tape. much power for one man. Right? Uh, you can't do it, Julian. You can't do it. I'm <laughs> in my brain. It's telling me this. I'm like, all right. Okay, well, I'll fucking use other skill sets and I'll fucking dominate and everything else till then. <laughs> I just want I just want to be able to do one thing. I just want to be able to see myself. If I, could, I would, can die a happy person. If I can see a cup of water and I do this and it just bloop. Just, I'm done. I'm done. done. That's it. I don't want to do nothing else. That's it. I just want to know I did it. Bloop. Cool. Done. Take it back. Take it back. What's that scene? Is it, uh, fuck, what's that scene? Is it, the, uh, is it X-Men? Maybe it's Magneto where he you know, got his power taken away. And then mm, he, and he moves the, he just, the little, yep. he just moves, He's just like, mm. yeah. And then, you, and then you know. He's like, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Nothing more. That's all I need to do. If you want to kill me off then, universe, so be it. Cool. We'll never know. But if you keep me, best believe it is being trained and harnessed. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything else with it, but best believe. That's all. Shit, man. Well, you know, our time here is short, so you might as well go all in. And that's why I train because it, it that's the real – that's one of the pushes, the biggest reasons is that little secret mission – why I try to train to be able to be athletic to do all the things I want to do because yeah. the characters I aspire and watch, they're like that. And what's the one thing why they surpass the limits when the world's about to end and they're able to beat this ultimate hero? Because they trained for it. Yeah, you got to know parkour. You doing parkour? No, I can't do parkour. Come on, bro. Bro, I stopped. The last time I did a backflip, I was probably maybe 13 and I felt the graze of grass. Mm-hmm. breeze the top of my noggin and that told me you're too fucking tall no i just and no now limita- now i'm at no this limitations. age exactly that's where i'm at this age now <laughs> like damn i just not a, i'm just not athletic enough yet we gotta get there man bro because listen you're talking about all the anime dudes parkour you gotta, you gotta be able to jump from roof to roof yeah. you gotta be able to jump off oh the i'm roof definitely and do once i move flips. i'm already <laughs> looked up at a parkour place i'm definitely <laughs> my, my boy aj he's uh he's watch tries out for ninja warrior and he's um been training and stuff mm-hmm. he's fucking phenomenal he's one of my actually the people i look up to the most when it comes to like fitness and like yeah. athleticism those guys are just amazing athletes because he's really fucking good like he really put he rock climbs and I, I joke around and call him the holy child of our friend group because he's like he's the one he's the, he's the super nice guy. He's the one at work at eight o'clock in the morning, but you need him at four a.m. to help move. He's the guy he's going to do it. Sleep deprived. He's just that super nice, loyal, polite, genuine, good soul that fucking females that be bullshitting him. That I hate he's going and someone when he gets taken off the market. He's gonna find the right I'm gonna be the happiest motherfucker on the planet. I'm like, I'll be more happy for him than myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna hype him up. I swear to God, I'm waiting for it. He better be fucking excited. But when you look at me, I'm like this fucking wild, fucking unpredictable, energetic, fucking crazy, psychotic, says wild shit, weirdo nerd. You know what I mean? So it's like polar opposites. And I love our friendship because it's a huge what the fuck? How? Yeah. Type of vibe. Odd couple. You know what I mean? 
Um, so he's one of my favorite people, and like, and I think that's also what encourages me to like. I, I'm fascinated when he does things. He's also one of my biggest supporters. Like anything that's up my alley or anything I do, he's also a very he doesn't bullshit. Like when I was practicing singing, he would tell me, "Bro, you sound fucking bad." Yeah, I told you. You know the truth. what I mean? He would tell me the truth while everyone else was like, "Oh, you sound da 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 da." Or DC, he was like. And I got the first positive feedback from him on a freestyle I did like a month ago. And I noticed that immediately. I was like, and I was like, yo, if I, if there's one motherfucker that is like, that I have to keep, it's this motherfucker here. You know what I mean? And it, it it's just one of those things, man, where he pushed me in and I, and I just aspire to be like him athletically wise. So like it's having those people again, your community of people where, it doesn't matter what scale you're higher or whatever on you. You can constantly be inspired by people of different levels, ups and downs around you. You know what I mean? To the, from people from my side, it looks like I'm the more popular one or the better one of the two of us. From people from his side, it looks like the other way around. You know what I mean? To me, I'm like, I just aspire to be like him. It's all perspective. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is just fucking weird, but it's fucking awesome because it's like it's like you're in a walking playground once you get to this level of thinking. Like, you're like, all right, let's see what other uncom- what what can I really fucking take? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And of course, you have your moments where you break down or whatever, but We're you're quick human. to catch yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's that of like, all right, cool. I ca- how fast did I catch myself? Right. Then? No one's infallible. We're all human. You're yeah. gonna have that little seed of doubt. You're gonna have that that little voice that wants to compromise on whatever. It's like, oh man, you don't have to be doing this. You can just relax. Just take the you know sleep in today. Take mm-hmm. this day off. Do this. Oh, he's all right. No, you just gotta. Can you catch it? Do you recognize it? And then how quickly do Bro, you bounce back? Hey, I I I had the biggest fucking battle. I call it bitch voice in my head. I call mm. it. I got it from Andy, but it it kind of I I. It kind of stuck because I used to do these things on my Snapchat. Like, I would talk like bitch voice, be like, hey, 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 hey nigga. So, <laughs> we don't got to do none of this shit, right? Hear me out, bro. You, you, ain't nobody got to know. If you don't post it, you, they won't know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't got to show up to the gym, my nigga. You can just say, oh, today's workout was hard, man. You know what there's some bullshit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a convincing uh, ass dude right, right there. He's smooth. He's smooth as shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, that man's smooth as shit, hey, yo. my dude. And he was talking to me the other day, and I'm there in the bed, and uh, I was up later than usual because I, I, work was longer, but I still had to get my progress in, my gallon of water, all that type of shit. So I had to get that done. And um, there, it was the day that I didn't post anything. I didn't post myself at the gym. I didn't post myself. None of it. I just only posted my seven heart prop, my progression day. And that was the toughest day. That is the day, surprisingly, that I should have broke and would have been old me and would have broke. Because when I tell you, it was like I barely had time. I had to be on the wire with like, oh, woke up late. I got to get this walk in, but I can't go work out right after. All right, I still got to get my meals in. It was one of those type of days, and this motherfucker was talking up a storm. Mm. He's like, bro, you only got two minutes between, man. There ain't no rest time. You feeling sleepy, bro. <laughs> my nigga, bro, it's all good. Just You already didn't post about it. You might Just, just post. Yeah, man, it's, just call it. It's all good. You could take a day off. Just post the, pro- the progression photo. That way it looks like you're still doing 75. It's all good. They ain't never got no my nigga. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking up a storm, and I'm like, bro, we not doing this today. 
we're not negotiating. And um, I highly recommend, and it's a thing where you hear about it, you got to change every aspect of yourself to better yourself. So I used to, I stopped changing what I listen to. I When I'm in the gym, I don't really work out to music. It's weird and rare you'll hear me working on the music. I'm working out to, there's specifically one YouTube channel, Ben Lionel Scott. He makes the perfect short videos of montages of speeches and shit with the proper cinematic background music. It sounds like a coach is in my fucking ear. So it gives me this feeling I'm like in the fucking gym and coaches call me out. So you're going to pussy out. You got to. And this lady comes on. She's like, don't negotiate yourself. Count down for five. And as soon as you hit one, just do it. Mm-hmm. And I happen to hear it at that time. Right when I was about to break and be like, I mean, he's right. I could just be like five. And then it was like, don't negotiate. Kobe came on. Don't negotiate with yourself. Then that lady came on. Count them from five and do it. And I did five, four, three, two, one. Just went. Yeah. And did, the, and did everything I had to do. Overcoming that resistance. But I got to that point because I started months ago before 75 hard working on what I could at that time. Again, different magnitudes, working little mag little tiny magnitude of switching and listening to more and more of motivational shit for myself, what works for me. Right. And it wasn't consistent off the bat. I would listen to maybe two minutes here and then forty minutes of trap rap. Now it's fucking an hour of that and twenty minutes of that. The magnitude's up now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's the weirdest fucking thing because I really feel fucking badass. And I can already feel there's going to be conflicts. I can already feel there's going to be issues. I can already feel I'm going to have ups and down moments. I can already feel I'm going to have moments where I'm like, fuck you, Jules. Like, mm, like what the fuck, bro? Like, pissing me off type shit. And I know I'm going to relive those feelings. But I, I can also also feel I'm past it. I'm getting past it. I'm accomplishing it. The growth, the success, or whatever, like... I can't be fucking stopped. I'm going to have downfalls, but I also understand those downfalls are just hiccups. So I don't know how long I'm going to be down there, but I do know it's going to happen. But for me, acknowledging that it's going to happen, I doubt whatever it is now, say in the future, it's me being down in the dirt for two months. But I'm recognizing it now. When that time comes, I may not recognize it in a moment, but I'm not going to be down there two months this time. I'm going to be down there two days. Right. Yeah, that's important, especially when you're really riding that wave. Mm-hmm. I was feeling that, too. I was. There's a moment where I'm like, dude, nothing can fucking stop me. I'm like, oh, wait, I know. I don't know when, but there's going to be a moment where I'm going to feel like all this is just because there's that moment where you feel like, man, what's all this for? You start feeling super down, like no, none of this is working. Just all those real negative feelings. I'm like, I know those are coming. I know what's going to happen. I just can't live there. Like, mm-hmm. just do the things you know you need to do to help get you here. Because, so when it happens, you're like, yeah, boom, I'm down. But then you already built this up, so it's kind of helping you get there. And yeah, then you're you, like, you, all right, I got to climb boom, back up yep, now. And then you're just right back to it. it it's, 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 it's tough. It's, it's fucking brutal. And it's, it's, it's one of the best things you could have because of that. And... It's the same with uh with with friends that I used to tell with relationships and shit when it comes to them like worried about argument. I'm like, yo, argument's gonna be there, you know what I mean? And uh I think for me that was one of the things I found last year was love. Um, no longer with the person, um, which is again why if I was the person I used to be, I would be, but I'd be miserable probably, it would have ended bad. I will never say a bad thing about this chick. It was a mutual breakup, which are the worst breakups. Yeah. Um, but it, it was for the better because I knew at that time, I started to recognize at that time, 
my goal was to get here. And mm-hmm. sure, my time frame was different, which looks like now I was bullshitting to get out of something. But that person knows me so well mm-hmm. that they know it was a. I exp- I could say this was the issue, and they understand that that's actually what it was. Is you come to realize the harder decisions are for the better. The shit that sucks and really fucking sucks, not just physically, which again goes back to working out, but also emotionally and mentally that fucking hurt and suck are for the better. I had to end it. And because I knew once I moved to Atlanta at that time frame where I thought was going to be July, regardless, whatever time frame, I already know it's still going to be the same. I was going to be busy as fuck. I was going to be so locked in that I would not be able to properly maintain the relationship I had with the person that got me to ever first ever say, I know I love someone. And I still to this day stand by that. You know what I mean? I recognize that. You know what I mean? I was like, because of the development, I started taking over time. And I'm like, rather than me try and push to be this, yeah, I'm, I'm not at that level of if you have effort, if you want it to work, you can make it work. Yeah, that's a thing. If you want to, you can make it. There's no excuse to why you can't make it work. It's not an excuse why I'm ending. It's just I have no excuse because I know I'm not at that level. I'm not going to try and be this person that I feel like I can handle that. I got to develop that. You're just being honest. You know what I mean? And that's what it is. And honesty and it's a transparency thing. And making that decision, if I had not, I wouldn't be work I wouldn't be going to Atlanta now. I wouldn't be having the opportunities now, the mental toughness I have now. The the, the, th- the person I am now would be complete probably polar opposite or something even more lacking. You know what I mean? If I went the comfortable protective route, I want to keep this. I, I don't want to lose this. Or I don't want to know what that feeling is. What if? And that was one of the most impactful moments because that feeling and understanding and watching where things were going to where they are, I go back to it because it's like, remember, even the emotional stuff that sucks helps you and betters you, not just the physical shit that sucks. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's understanding that it's both of them together that really magnify how much of your life you can dominate and have control over. Yeah, it all plays together. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are you reading right now? Um, I'm currently reading. Uh, it's a book by somebody quick. It's a I forget what it's called, but it's about um, being able to read and comprehend fast. Oh, Jim Quick. Jim Quick, yeah, yeah, that book. I'm currently reading that and the Seventy Five Hard Book. Okay. Um, I try to read like three sets of ten pages a day. Yeah. Um, but. All personal development, but not in the same scale. Mm. So like 75 Hard is more directed towards helping you understand why the program exists. Mm-hmm. But it's also kind of like a reading coach alongside like, you know, you, you fuck up, bro. Like, come on. Yeah. You already failed like three, four times. Let, let's be fucking real here. Yeah. You saw how that went. Yeah. And that's an easy read. It doesn't like take. And up. which is why I read this one right. so I can read more. Right. Read the three pages faster and have less. Because my day used to be consumed and worried I couldn't even fit in 10 pages a day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then I'm about to pick up – I think I'm going to get back into fiction books um, just for my imagination's sake um, or get back into reading, like, mangas. Uh, mangas? Uh, like, Japanese comics. Okay. For the animes. So, like, getting into that because you're usually ahead. Yeah. These animes are so good. I can't – I hate the feeling of having to wait. So, <laughs> I, get, I get to itching to read what happens, and now I'm just excited to see how it's illustrated. Yeah. Um. And then I think I'm going to reread. Actually, I'm going to reread that book, The power, the Magic of Thinking Big. That's a good one. I think I'm going to reread that one. 
But, yeah, reading's become a priority for sure. Yeah, dude, it's one of the things that um, <clears throat> I really enjoy doing it. I definitely go in spurts. Um, I try to do my 10 pages a day. I'm not always as consistent. Oh, I already know I'm about I'm, to stop for a while once I'm, I'm always, 75 hard. Yeah, I'm always consuming something, though, right? Mm-hmm. Your diet is more just what you're eating, right? It's like, what are you watching? What are you listening to, right? There's so many ways. I'm reading a lot of shit for sure. Yeah. There's this, uh, I, I signed up for this uh, email thing called the uh, the Daily Brew. Okay. Um, I saw it on Snapchat. And again, your your mind works with what, I usually skip past ads like that, but because I'm on this wavelength, I said they caught me with, "You want to know more about any and anything?" I'm like, if I could just know, I, I, I'm. This is where I say I'm a villain. Uh, my friends call me a villain because I know so much. Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people where <laughs> I'll lay out a situation and be like, "Oh, I already knew you were gonna do this because I did this, but two minutes ago I did that, so you would do this." Did uh, that's me. Uh, okay. That's I'm methodical. You're a schemer. I'm um yeah I'm methodical. Um. And for me, that caught my attention. I'm like, ooh, no more? I'd like to know a lot more just <laughs> because, like, I'm not going to use it. It's more so yeah. I would never go forward and use it. It's more like if you come at me, it's like I can kind of read and understand yeah. your intentions type of know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, they, they cater to the kind of information they send to you. Based yeah, it sends it, yeah, it's whatever your interests are. Um, so I kind of do – whenever I'm reading things, I kind of go – I usually, if it has options, I kind of go with like two of what I like and then one of something I don't know of. Yeah. And if I don't like it, then I just don't deal with it. You yeah. know what I mean? Because even reading what you take in, if you don't resonate with something, it's not good to read it. Yeah. With with everything going on today, I'm trying to read more. I'm like, what's the opposing view? Or it, if I hear something and it makes me feel a certain way, or I read something that makes me feel a certain way, instead of just being like automatically, like, oh, that's not right, or that's wrong. I'm just I like, I'm like oh, why uh, am I feeling this way? All right, let's maybe try checking this out a little bit more because mm-hmm. there's something there that you got to explore. Mm-hmm. You can't just shut it off. I'm trying to do more of that. It's not easy. I did that with the, uh, I don't remember what that kid was. Uh, the whole issue with the kid that shot. The dude at the Black Lives Matter thing. Yeah, the Kyle Rittenhouse case. Yeah, yeah. So I, was, with I, him, did, I did that. I did some diving into that because same thing, trying to go against the opposite of what the majority of or what made me personally feel like, uh, I've been very big on understanding everything. And I think that leads to my villainy of me being methodical. Is like I, I need to understand everything. There's always two sides to a story. And I don't like to be wrong. And then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like lying because I used to be a big liar. Mm. And now I chase the truth. Now yeah. I chase facts because I understand the impact of what lying does and how of a manipulated not only on the people you're lying to but to yourself it is. Yeah, and the energy you're putting out in the world is not. It's not good. So I'm very big on I need to know everything because I just it, – not to tell anybody. Like I said, I'm quiet till you ask me. But if you ask me, I'm a, you're not going to get a simple – Yes or no. Like when people, what did you think about this? If I have an inkling of it, I'll tell you, I don't know yet. I just, I haven't really read much on it. I got to read more on it. That's genuinely my answer. I refuse to answer an opinion to something I know not everything about. I need to get better at that because I'll just spew off an ignorant ass opinion. that I'm like, you know what? It started with Marvel stuff. That's where it started. It started with like Marvel debates because my boys used to always have up. So I started like reading comics and knowing everything. And uh, people used to come to me and be like, yo, explain so-and-so fought so-and-so, I would give them to a theoretical math standpoint as to why this person could beat them. And then they just tra- – all of that – everything transfers over. I've mm-hmm. been learning that everything you do in one thing transfers over. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And for me, t- 
talking about comics transferred over to how now I have conversations on general where I refuse to answer uh, an opinion without a fact or knowledge of the entirety of it. Not a partial, not a side, the entirety of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's so much nuance. There's so much to it. And then I'll be like, I mean, I don't know much. I haven't really seen much of anything. I can theorize, but that's if a theorized opinion is allowed. Again, I'll still be like, I mean, I don't know much, but this could be a thing. Right. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I don't know everything, so don't take me at a great for literal right. for it. Yep. And it, it's been... I it's been so easy to breeze through social things because of that. Like where you want to avoid something, you're like, all right, I know how this person thinks, operates. I know why they're talking about this topic. I'm going to give them this reply. So when it shuts down, so they can't even come back to me about something else. Boom, Bob. Cool. Keep going. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're on that solo dolo, but you, some people, you know, some people are just dead stomp. them. like, you have to say something to move me. Uh, you, what do you think about this? Well, the thing is, I think da 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 da. But again, I don't know much of anything. But you could look up so and so where the actual are facts. Bye. Boom. Right. Easy, quick, easy. But that's for me taking the time to, for myself. So it's more so. Again, I just want to be able to have control of how I operate through every aspect of my life. So I like to know whatever I got to, and that meant on knowing more. And knowing everything to certain things and not making assumptions and just one bias opinions, understanding the opposite to where you can see where the compromise comes in and why it's there. It's 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 fucking just a huge ass fucking playground, just a huge ass playground of trying to figure out what ifs and like just saying, this is weird. weird." Dude, it's a ride, bro. Julian, fucking ride. it sounds like you're on quite the journey right now, dude, it's, it, and, and it's full of growth and exploration at the moment. It's a lot, and it, it's it's scary because it's scary fun because I see the I can feel all the growth that's coming, and it's coming fucking fast, mm-hmm. and it's coming a lot, more than I ever thought it would be, and now I'm at this point of like, holy fuck, this is going to be good. What's going to happen now type shit? Yeah, you just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. So patience is a good thing I have now. I am a very patient person now. Yeah, like I'm the persistent very, patience. Like I, I, even though I'm excited for like the 19th and I'm excited and I can feel the 23rd like tomorrow, I understand I still got to pace myself, show up to work every day, make the money I need to then get the cart to get there. Right, can't put the cart before the horse. You know what I mean? So that's been very putting me in that good mindset of like, ooh, I can feel it being in that environment, getting excited, but I'm still here, still present. Because a lot of people get caught up in the future and not the journey. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. you have to live in the journey, but you can have the excitement for the future. Right. I mean, the future never comes, right? It's always just today. Yeah, it's and fucking... The journey really is the ride. Time. I love it. Julian, dude, it's been an hour and a half. Wow. A little over, actually. So time is flying it's that it's that perception of time bro time is not linear i feel like you just, you just sat down i'm like we just sat down dude thank you so much for doing this um i can't wait till the next time we fucking catch up already yeah man i mean i'm definitely it's gonna be it's gonna be big man dude, it's yeah. gonna be big you're on a, you're on a journey man i really like to see it so um, i appreciate it man. how do how can people follow along where should they check you um out? at it zools on all socials just i-t-s-z-u-l-e-z i kind of just um matured and grew up at a kid's gym my grandmother, she was like, how long do you want to have kid in your name? I was like, so I spent like fucking an hour texting friends like Zitachi, this and that. And I was like, let's take the Z from Zim. Everyone already calls me Jules and it's it's just me. So it's yeah, Zools. it was already there. It was natural. Yep. I noticed you, you dropped the uh, y- your favorite nerdy alien. 
you're no longer that anymore. It's just your favorite alien shinobi. Yeah. You know? So it's kind of <laughs> combining, still living to the alien, being different. Yeah. But also owning that anime love, that like yeah. to that being that ninja, but also athleticism, trying to be yeah. that all around. So your favorite. It's that evolution. You know what I mean? Evolution of jewels. So definitely. Well, that might be the fun. name of this episode. Oh, yeah. We could do that. I like okay. that. Okay. That's cool. We'll see. Um. All right, dude. Do you have preferred social medias? Like, which one is, um, is, is it? Is it uh, TikTok? Is it Instagram? Uh, is it YouTube? Instagram, Instagram. Snap, I mean, all of them. I'm kind of just I put them all there, the board, but I didn't yeah. know which ones you're. Uh, I'm mostly on Snapchat and Instagram. Okay. Um, YouTube's kind of like because you get home, you read the comments, everything, and TikTok's just too very censored. I, I can't deal with. It. I just more watch the funny shit on there. Yeah, I can. Dig rather it. than post on it, it's yeah. just not for me. Alright, right on. Well, dude, thanks again, my man. Thank you, man. Alright, everybody. Bye. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Again, if you're getting value out of the show, do me a solid. Tell a friend. Bring us a friend. Rating, review on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, share, all of those things. They're great. I can't thank you enough for doing it. I really appreciate it. We'll be back very soon with another conversation. Until then, keep being awesome humans. I love you. Bye. Mwah.